Welcome. Welcome to Christmas Eve at Richland. It's become a tradition for us to uh, take this hour on Christmas Eve and just be reminded by way of carols and scripture of God's plan to come and redeem a people. And I'm grateful that you've come. We have several who are visiting with us tonight, and it's, it's uh, wonderful to have you with us and gather for this service. Let's pray together, and then we're going to begin to hear that story. Father, we're grateful that we can come together for this hour, and we pray, Lord, that you would especially manifest your presence to us. We are confident that where two or three gather together in your name, you have promised you're in the midst of us, Lord. But I pray tonight that you would give us eyes to see that in a special way, that as we gather on this Christmas Eve and 2014, Lord, that that you would just again remind us of the wonderful plan and story that the scripture reveals to us of how you came to redeem your people. We pray our hearts would be strengthened, Father, and that our Christmas would be um, more hopeful because of our time together here tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All of Scripture points to a Savior. And it begins in the very beginning in the book of Genesis, talking about a creation and a curse and a promise. In Genesis chapter 2, we read this. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of the good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat it, you will surely die. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the, tree was, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and she ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and they made themselves loincloths. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman who you gave me to be with me She gave the fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Will you stand with me this evening as we sing? Come thou unexpected Jesus born to set thy people free 
From thy fears and sins release us, let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king, born to reign in us forever, now thy gracious kingdom bring. Eternal Spirit, ruling all our hearts alone. By thine all-sufficient merit, raise us to thy glorious throne. May be seated. Hundreds of years before the baby was born, the prophet Isaiah spoke of one that was to come, a baby that was to be born to save a people. Listen to what Isaiah writes. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord.
prohibits by thy justice here Disperse the gloomy clouds of night And death's dark shadows put to The prophet Isaiah continues to tell us about the hope that is to come. He says, The wilderness and dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance and the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. There's a song in the air, there's a star in the sky, there's a mother's deep prayer, and a baby's low cry, and the star rains its fire while the beautiful sing, for the manger of Bethlehem cradles a king. There's a tumult of joy for the wonderful birth. For a virgin sweet boy is the Lord of the earth. May the star rains its fire while the beautiful sing. For the Bethlehem cradles again. We rejoice in the light and we echo the song that comes down through the night from the heavenly throne. May we shout to the Prophet Micah speaks of the glory of Bethlehem and of a coming deliverer. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there is no end. And on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore, 
The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do it. And then let me read Micah. But you, O Bethlehem, Epaphrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old and from ancient days. There shall, therefore he shall give them up until the time. When she who is in labor has given birth, then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be their peace. This is the word of the Lord. Till we see thee lie above. 
thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his hand. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still, the dear Christ enters in. Oh, holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter it, be born in us today. Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. As we move into the New Testament, an angel tells Joseph about the one that is to come. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. candlelight all the children tucked in tight Bethlehem turns into night the 
angels start their whispering about the one they're welcoming. No one knows what soon will be as the angels start their whispering. They sing glory in the highest. Come now, our King. We've been waiting. Come now, our King. And they sing glory in the highest. Come now, our King. We've been waiting. Join with me now in reading from Luke's gospel about the Christ child. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus 
and all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And there were some in that same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said to them, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men.
angels from the realms of glory when you fly to love sing creation story thou proclaim Messiah's birth come and worship come and worship worship Christ the newborn king shepherds in the field abide watching all your flocks by night God with man is now residing Yonder shines the infant light Come and worship, come and worship Worship Christ the newborn King Saints before the altar bending Watching long in hope and faith Suddenly the Lord descend In His temple shall appear Worship Christ the newborn King. Oh, come and worship, come and worship, worship Christ the newborn I've heard about this baby boy Who's come to earth to bring us joy And I just want to sing this song to you It goes like this The fourth, the fifth, and the minor fall And the major left With every breath I'm singing Hallelujah Hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. A couple came to Bethlehem expecting child. They searched the inn to find a place for you who were coming soon. There was no room for them to stay So in a manger filled with hay God's only Son was born Oh, hallelujah 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 The shepherds left their flocks by night To see this baby wrapped in light A host of angels led them all to ya It was just as the angels said You'll find him in a manger bed Emmanuel and Savior Hallelujah 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 
That which you were their frankincense and gold and mirth they gave to you and cried out hallelujah 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 I know you came to rescue me This baby boy would grow to be A man and one day die for me and you My sins would drive the nails in you That rugged cross was my cross too Still every breath you drew was hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, 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 The Apostle John tells us about God becoming man. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the light was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Please stand and join me as we sing. Thy kingly crown when thou comest to earth for me. 
But in Bethlehem's home there was found no room for the holy nativity. When the heaven shall ring and her choir shall sing at the coming to victory, let thy voice call me home, saying, Yet there is room, there is room at my side for thee. My heart shall rejoice, Lord Jesus. When thou comest and callest for me. May be seated. The Apostle Paul in his epistle to the Colossians said this. When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son. The writer of Hebrews tells us why his son came, and it says there that his son came to taste death. He was born as a man so that he might die. And his death provides what the scripture now tells us is righteousness or salvation. Listen to how it is put by the writer of the Romans. But now the righteousness or the salvation of God has been manifested the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to receive by faith. This was to show God's righteousness because in his divine forbearance he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. In just a moment, we're going to hear a song that one of the lines of that song says, all is well, all is well. There's peace on earth, all is well. But this text tells us that that there are two things that had to come together for that to happen. Certainly, As you hear it tonight, you will think, if you know the forgiveness of Christ, that all is well because he's the justifier. He's the justifier of all who will look to him as their sin bearer. But in the scripture here tonight, it says he was both just and justifier, that he made propitiation so that he could be both. We understand justifier. You will probably hear in this song, justifier. You will sense he's my justifier. There's peace if you know your sins are forgiven by him. But the first word says he had to first of all be just. And you see, he could have been just and not been a justifier. He could have been just in the fact that all have sinned. You and I, all of us, the whole human race has sinned. And he would have been just to have sent no savior. He would have been just to allow us to take the just punishment of our sin. But the wonderful good news of the gospel is he is both just and justifier. And he couldn't be justifier if he first weren't just. 
because to deny his justice would deny the fact that he's God. And here in this text, it says he passed over former sins. What does that mean? Well, it means that God was open to the accusation because he didn't punish sin. And talking of Old Testament sins, he didn't punish the sins of his people. He passed over those sins. So the people could cry, God, you're not just. You're not just. And the reason that Jesus came, the reason that he became a propitiation is because his death allowed God to be both just and justifier. He could continue to be holy and continue to be God and at the same time forgive the sins of a people because his son, his son took their punishment. And so tonight, when you hear the words, all is well, All is well because he is both just and justifier. God solved the divine dilemma, the dilemma of being God and being holy and at the same time forgiving of the sins of a people. And he did it by coming to taste death for all who would look to him to be their savior. Listen, and I hope your heart rejoices tonight.
In the book of Genesis, it says, the soul that sins shall surely die. And yet God didn't exact that punishment on the sins of the people immediately. Scripture says he passed over those sins, as we have already said. But it would take a death. It would take a death. It would take the one who came to taste death, Jesus Christ. And so God could be just and true to what he said and at the same time save a people. That's the glory of the gospel. That's the glory of the good news of Christ, that Christ can be our propitiation, that he can be our sin bearer so that God can justify a people. I hope you know the reality of that tonight and your heart is rejoiced as we worship together and heard the story again. We're going to continue to worship as we sing together two songs, Silent Night and Joy to the World. And during that time, we're going to light our candles and lift our light so that the world can see. Let's sing together. Silent night Holy night All is calm All is bright Round yon virgin Mother and child Redeeming grace. 
joy to the world and on the second verse let's stand and lift our candles in the air Father, we know the reality of that in our hearts, that we know that you are our propitiation, that you are the one who took our punishment that we deserve, Father, so that we might be justified and you might be just. Lord, you didn't overlook sin, you didn't wink at sin, you didn't sweep sin under the carpet, but you came to pay the price for your people's sins so they might go free. Lord, I pray we know the reality of freedom in our hearts tonight as we go to celebrate Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. It's been wonderful to have you here tonight. We're grateful that you spent the evening with us here at Richland. Let me make a couple of announcements that before you go. One is I just want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas. It's And especially for our congregation and the gifts that you've expressed to us as your pastoral staff, we want to thank you for that. Also, tonight, we found a cell phone. If somebody lost it, it's out on the table in the foyer. You can get it. And then, secondly, be careful as you go out. It's icy on that parking lot. Merry Christmas. God bless you. You're dismissed tonight.